You're listening to the Granola and Gasoline Maridol Podcast, providing a healthy dose of adventure therapy for marital irritation. Side effects may include laughter, inspiration, and strengthened relationships. Your hosts are Brian and Mandy Fable, creators of Granola and Gasoline. All right. All right, all right, all right. <laughs> Is Matthew McConaughey on this podcast? Hi, ladies and gentlemen. I decided to come by and hang out with granola and gasoline because they are righteous in every way. I wish Matthew McConaughey was on this podcast. Hey, what's that all about? Gosh, now we really do need to apply some marital. If you haven't listened to Matthew McConaughey's new book, Green Lights, he reads it and it's really good and I highly endorse it. We are not getting paid for these endorsements. <laughs> I don't care. <laughs> I do not know what is going on it's here. It's really okay, good. Okay, welcome back to part two of the podcast today. We are talking about what granola and gasoline is doing to make the world a better place. Be the change you want to see in the world. And that change for us started with uniting the granolas and the gasoliners, allowing them to be who they are. And there's really some greater applicability that we discovered. Yeah, so what started as really sports-specific of, well, we kind of came up with the saying, we just want our friends to be friends with our friends, which is true. Like, we just wanted people to understand and have respect for each other, even if they enjoy different activities. But over the course of the last three years, that's become a really needed concept, even larger than outdoor adventures. And if you think about it, if our friends are friends with our friends and those friends are friends with other friends, suddenly everyone is friends with one another and the world is a really friendly place. Yeah, and it doesn't mean you have to agree on everything. We go on adventures and have wonderful memories and friendships with people who think very differently than we do, believe different things than we do, Mm -hmm. but we still have respect for them and still can share important conversations and create memories together. And the world is a radically polarized place right now. It's true, unfortunately. that, That is bad, bad, bad bears. We think it's pretty bad. There's actually quite a bit of research that we as humans are meant to live in community and to depend on other people and to not only think through one lane of perspective. And that's kind of the way politics are pushing us. That's why I choose to live with my wife, Mandy, who disagrees with me about <laughs> basically everything. Yeah, so see, we're supporting each other's journey in breaking down stereotypes because we have such diverse views about what we should have for dinner. That's really where Maridol started. <laughs> but we're not talking about Maridol right now. We're talking about the radical polarization of society. Yeah, so there's media influence, political influence. Also, the internet just allows you to sort of view the world through whatever lens you want to. The gosh darn internet. You go on Facebook and it just shows you people that think like you. But really, we're all about thinking like people not like you. Yeah, or at least understanding how other people view the world. That leads to just being a better person, a better mate, a better version of yourself. Like, not only am I myself, but I'm also kind of like Matthew McConaughey now. (laughs) Pretty much. I think a a good way to capture the opposite of radically polarized is just to be curious about what other experiences are like. And when you're curious about something, you ask questions to understand, not to defend, which is, I think, very different. Like I went to go hang out with these guys in Upton, who through and through I'd describe as 
gasoliners. But by the end of it, you know, I'm asking them questions about their their builds that they're doing, all this stuff, and then suddenly they heard I dirt bike, and they pull out an electric dirt bike, and suddenly I'm rolling around in the snow on an electric dirt bike. That's so cool. People will surprise you. I think that's one of the things we learned through granola and gasoline. We think we have people pegged as maybe one side or the other. Like this happened last weekend. We're out riding our snowmobiles. Our friends David Surrett and David Chatterton pull out their lunch. For the non-snowmobilers, there's this thing called a muff pot where you can cook a hot lunch. And there's this great new company called Muff Stuffers. The, the lunch is warmed up by the heat from your exhaust. Right. So there's this fancy cook out of Breckenridge who makes these muff stuffers. They're really delicious. Boy, are they good. <laughs> We're yum, also yum. not sponsored by them or Matthew McConaughey, but we would like to be. Not sponsored by them yet, but there is a fantastic business opportunity. To call be, now. Call now. Well, suppose I start no CODs. Okay, the muff stuffers are delicious. Our friends are sharing one, which they always do, which I also think is very cute. And it's like chicken. And then I hear one of them say... Ooh, did you try the kale? It's really good. <laughs> and that's the thing. You think you have them pegged, and then they go and do that. I did not think they bought this meal to heat on the exhaust of their two-stroke snowmobile to enjoy warm kale on the side of the mountain. What was that group meeting that you went to? That's reminding me of that. Is it Angel? Oh, Braver Angels. Braver Angels. Yeah, it's about connecting people across the political aisle. So you really do identify as like red or blue, Democrat or Republican, and then talk about your beliefs, values, and try to understand someone else. In the meeting format is you just go and you sit face-to-face or maybe in a COVID world, Zoom-to-Zoom. Your Zoom meeting abuts against another Zoom meeting. (laughs) I think you should pick a different word. (laughs) No abuts on Zoom. (laughs) You talk to them. You talk to somebody who's different from you. And that's that's something we need more of, don't We, we? We think so. Gosh, golly, what can we do? I just want to help. How do I do more? I think start small. You can start within your own neighborhood or your own community or your own circle. You know, this is one thing we've taken to doing. We'll be up in a snowmobile parking lot and we'll see some skiers pull in. And you can tell that they feel a little lost or like scared. They're not sure where to park with all these big trucks and trailers. And we'll just walk up and say, hey, how's it going? Glad you're out skiing. And then you can sort of lead into like, hey, if you want to kind of park in line with the trucks, that will save more room for the big trailers and also help you not get your car run over. And they're usually really appreciative. And going up to a skier and telling them how they might best integrate into a parking lot is no different than going up to somebody that has, that you know has radically different viewpoints and starting to talk and interface and show them that you don't have your guard up and neither should they. That's really, really important. Absolutely. Most people are taking their cues from what's happening around them. And so if you start off as really defensive and angry or exhibiting signs of defensiveness, they're going to do the same thing. But if you start as open and warm and friendly and curious, it's really hard for them to just keep shoving an argument down your throat. We hear from a lot of our listeners, though, but Brian, but Mandy, the hatred and animosity I have towards the other side is something I'm really, really proud of. It's my identity. Hmm. And our message to you is, hey, you keep doing you, and if that's working out for you... No, that's not our message. (laughs) 
messages, get over your bad self and be a nicer person. <laughs> we are not promoting anger and hatred and contempt. Those okay. will ruin your life. That was just a joke. Just like Mandy was joking about Matthew McConaughey earlier in the episode. I wasn't joking. But really, to those people, we say, you know what? Heal the world. Make it a better place for you and for me and the entire human race. There are people dying. (laughs) If you care enough for the living. It's beautiful. To make it a better world for you and for me. It's true. It doesn't take that much. It just takes a little bit. Oh, man. Michael. Michael. Jackson. Really great words there. That was the great late artist Michael Jackson and his signature piece, Heal the World. Was that really him? I think that was him. Yeah. I don't know if he wrote it or if he worked with Oh, I just meant on the microphone. Yeah. Well, I mean, I was just reciting the lyrics. I wasn't singing. Oh, I thought it was him for a second. Yeah. Well, because if I was was singing, you'd really know. I'd be like, Heal the World. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. (laughs) For all of our listeners out there, there's actually also a dance going along with this song that you all are missing. You're going to want to go ahead, hop over to YouTube, hit that subscribe button, like up all the videos so that we get tons of money from our advertising collections of which we are not eligible because we do not meet the minimum (laughs) threshold that YouTube does require. And but maybe someday we will. Look for this podcast <laughs> in the video form of which we are not actually putting on YouTube. So if Basically, you've done that was all those the things, unnecessary 30 seconds. We take it back. Uh, this might be a good time to wrap this one okay, up. Okay, I have one more thing, oh, though. Yeah, go on this about your bad self. <laughs> <laughs> this is where the saying, peace, love, and two-stroke came from. Oh, that is a good story. Why don't you ghost to tail in that? I don't know if it's a story. Oh. It's just a saying that we came up with, with this idea of, again, it doesn't have to be just like peace, love, hippies, all that. You can ride a snowmobile and still feel kindness and goodness towards other people. In fact, most of our snowmobile friends are way nicer than most of our rock climbing friends. (laughs) Sorry to our rock climbing friends. They're also (laughs) nice people. Uh, anyway, moving on. Totally true. (laughs) But that shirt that Mandy did reference, Peace, Love, and Two Stroke, is available on our website for the low, low price of some amount that you should definitely pay to support the cause of granola and gasoline if you have liked what you have heard here today. Or a tank top, or we have it as a magnet. And if you send us a message on Instagram with your address and you mention this podcast, I'll send you a free magnet. So that is the moral of the story. Message Mandy and get a magnet. That's right. Peace, love, and two-stroke. With that, we're going to go ahead and wrap this up. We hope you've had a great time listening to this episode. Pick up your cell phone, call one of your friends, and tell them right now that they have to get involved in the granola and gasoline movement. Yeah, and maybe just walk through the world a little more open-minded and thinking about how you could show respect and kindness to other people. Have grace, have a good pace, and carry mace. <laughs> That's a great slogan. I'm not sure the mace goes it's like with the grace. What did Mattis say? Oh, General yeah. Mattis? General Mattis, who I named a snowmobile after, said, always carry a knife because you'll never know if you'll have to stab someone in the throat or if they'll be cheesecake. And with that, we'll wrap this up. 
Hope you have a great day. Bye-bye. Peace, love, and two-stroke. Bye-bye. 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 Hi, guys. We hope you've enjoyed listening to the Granola and Gasoline Meridol podcast. Be sure to subscribe to the podcast and hop over to our website for more dynamite content at granolaandgasoline.com.